0: Yeah, yeah, check one, two, check one, two. Is this mic on? Is this mic on? Hey, listen, man. It's the one and only trendsetter DJ since, and you're listening to Cocktails, Dirty Discussions with Kiki and Medina Monroe. Yeah. Today's cocktail is called Make That Pussy Pop. The ingredients you need, one bottle of rosé wine, one cup of of limoncello, one cup of fruit juice, I used strawberry lime from Trader Joe's, one to two cups of any fresh fruit that you'd like. So in a pitcher or pan, combine the rosé, the limoncello, and fruit juice to create the sangria. Next, add six or seven pieces of the fruit you chose to each compartment of your popsicle mold. Then fill each compartment with the sangria mixture, add the popsicle sticks and freeze until firm, until frozen. If your mold has 10 compartments, you will have a bit of a sangria left. Enjoy it in a glass or um, a second popsicle mold. So once the popsicle molds are frozen, run some warm water over the molds to loosen them up. Remove the popsicles, enjoy them immediately. And that is make that pussy Pop, And they're actually really tasty. It's basically like an alcoholic popsicle. And if you don't want to suck on it, just get a cup and sit your popsicle in it. You can, you know, let it melt a little bit and then sip on it as you please. Um, it's a fun, nice summer drink. We're getting into these warm, the warm weather, the warm season.
1: I would put that in like some Prosecco. I think that would be good. Like in a nice little bubbly drink, put a little popsicle in there because um, I'll drop it otherwise. Oh, you'll be anyway. <laughs> Welcome back to Cocktail Story Discussions you guys. Hey How was your week y'all. and weekend? My week and weekend have been good.
0: I'm really tired. It's funny cuz like I set everything up to record and I laid on the couch and took like a 7 minute nap and it felt nice. <laughs> you know when you try to rush and like be like go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. Um, but I had a pretty I good I suck weekend. at that. I really did. What'd suck, you do? My little a little um a little uh, dick came into town. <laughs> A little dick, okay. Yeah, one of my my little bay thing came into town, and it was a lot of fun. I won't share too much about it on the show, but it is going to be. Uh, I'll have a cocktail as bonus content. So if you guys want to hear how that weekend went, make sure you join our Patreon. But we had a really fun weekend. I also went to um, Seltzerland with some of my friends, and it's like oh, Until it was I went to a new. Fe- it's called Seltzerland. It's a, a seltzer oh. festival. Mm -hmm. and we had a lot of fun. I saw some friends that I haven't seen in quite a long time, and the only thing I would say is a lot of people got sick afterwards because seltzer, I don't, first of all, I don't drink it like that. You know, it's like the club soda stuff with alcohol in it. When I do drink it, it's just like we're at the pool, and they're With like two
1: drops of alcohol. Yeah, it's like last resort.
0: Mm-hmm, or it's just like really hot outside and you don't want to drink any more liquor and someone's just like, like, a white person's like, hey, you want one of these Trulies? And you're like, yeah, sure, why not? But to go to a whole festival for it, bitch. First Hannah got sick. We went to go eat afterwards. She had like a horrible headache and she was like, oh, oh my no. gosh, I have a headache. We also did shrooms. So I didn't know if it was from that or the alcohol, but it was everyone that didn't even do the shrooms got head- these, you know how you get wine You headache? did the
1: sh- You did the shrooms at the festival or after? At the festival. And Mm. I don't think it
0: did anything to me, but the seltzer, my head was banging so hard I couldn't even have sex. Well, technically I couldn't have sex because my period came and it was a bloody one. It was a mean period. You know your period just kind of- Like the red wedding? But the red wedding and like anytime i put a tampon in, it was filled up within five minutes. I called my doctor. I'm scared. I'm still scared Mm -hmm. actually.
1: That's a lot.
0: It's a lot. It's hard being a woman. I bled through like three pairs of pants, jeans. That's thick.
1: Oh. Well, I hope everything's okay. Me too. That's scary. It was a lot. Because usually when you have like a heavy ass period, something is amiss. Miscarriage, endometriosis, PCOS. We shall. Lots of things. See To be continued. To be continued. Did continue. she call you back? Have yeah, you seen yeah, it? yeah.
0: We're going to... She was like, we'll talk. I had already, like, kind of warned her about this. Like, she was like, do you have heavy periods? I was like, I do be having heavy periods, but it switches off. Sometimes it's heavy. Sometimes it's oh, not. She was mm-hmm. like, let's pay attention to it. So, yeah, I paid attention to it. But
1: anyways, how was your week? How was home? Um, It was good. So, my niece, my... Is she my youngest? Yes. My youngest niece turned three. Actually, yesterday, on Monday. But she had a birthday party over the weekend, so... Um, I had a very busy weekend. I didn't even go out there until the day of the party. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was so good to see her. This is the niece you guys I have talked about her before. Her name is Phoenix. She's really precious, but she used to be mean. And by mean, I mean she used to literally tell me to go away, go home, leave me alone. She was like very feisty. I don't know what switched in her brain and made her click and realize this is the fun auntie. This is the auntie I need. And I I don't know. Maybe it was her older sisters. But anyway, we had a great time. She had a good party. It was Easter themed. They had lots of like Easter egg hunt type games. Um, She had a cake. My mom's gift that she got her was her favorite. So she got her a bike with a bunch of accessories, but a bike. So she was so excited, but she opened that gift first. So I guess because it was the best gift. Right. So her dad hid the bike in the garage. She was pissed. She came over to me and she was like, Kiki, bike gone. Come on. We're going to find it. And I was just like, I know where they put it. I want to get you your bike too. And I'm thinking, like, okay, in 50 years or really realistically, 30 to 40 years, is she going to remember this when I didn't help her find her bike, when I need to find my walker and I'm in the nursing home? Because somebody was like, why are you making such a big deal about making it to all the birthdays? They're like young as fuck. Who the fuck is going to take care of me when I'm old? I'm not planning on having kids. This is it. So all the kids, I got I to gotta be there for them. So when I get old, they'll be like, Auntie Diva took care of me. So anyway, it was
0: good to do why that. Why don't I was- let her open the best gift first? That's supposed to be last
1: look some people maybe i'm not gonna play the blame game but when we showed up that was the gift that was big and wrapped some people hadn't wrapped their gifts yet some people were ill prepared so that wasn't even my gift but i was just happy to see that she was happy but that was fun i got to see um some of my really good friends sandra and taylor and hung out with them we had some crawfish that was really good um I also got to have a tarot reading from my sister. I have asked her so many times, will you do a bonus episode with me? Because you got, so Madison, she's my youngest sister from my mom, but not my youngest sister, but we're close. And I used to like feel very weird about our relationship because I'm so much older than her. And with the age gap, when I went away to college, she was so young. It's like she doesn't really remember much of me being home. Only I get to remember that. Mm-hmm. So I always try to, like, do more to make sure that we have a good relationship. So anyway, I feel like now she, she trusts me. and She feels comfortable talking to me about stuff. And I love that so much. So she's really into a lot of what I call witch shit. Tarot cards being one of them. Mm-hmm. And so she gave me a reading. Um, I did two questions and I was like, I want to ask her to do a bonus episode. Let's talk about like the tarot cards and we, I'll ask some questions. You can ask some questions for me, do something. But she's like, no, ma'am. And then I remembered, I asked her to do a bonus episode before and she was like, oh, I didn't, I really didn't think it through. Like, no, I don't feel comfortable. (laughs) And I get it. Like, I mean, you know, you want to have your own identity. You don't want to be attached to this. I get it. So it was really cool. So I'm going to do another episode where I talk about it and I'll invite somebody else on who is open to talking about stuff like that. But the stuff she told me, I was just like, hmm. Because when she did it, I didn't share my questions with her. Mm-hmm. She was like, I don't want to know it. I want you to keep it to yourself. The card. But I'm going to tell you, not the card. She read the cards, but it's like, Think of a question, ask a question, shuffle the cards. Okay. So then she does whatever she does. She fans them out. Then she's like, pull however many cards. She did different types of stacks. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's still learning, um, but she's like, she's doing these different types of stacks. So I pull out the cards. So she gives me her interpretation. I'm just like, hmm, hmm, hmm. So then at the end, she's like, does this resonate with you? And I was like, Absolutely. I'm I know you didn't ask because you're trying to have like some level of like privacy. So you don't feel like you're I don't feel like you're making stuff up. But this was my question. So do you see why it makes sense? She's like, wow. And she did it to my brother and the craziest thing. And then we can move on. She pulled some cards for him. They did it multiple times. And the last time he pulled his own cards, he got the exact same cards she got. Isn't that scary? that is
0: i love stuff like that love it it's so
1: interesting i'm just like i want to read more about it tonight so i took pictures of everything and i was like i'm gonna read more about the cards and see what this message really means but i just love being home with my family having some good time and i will see them again in two days so i'm looking forward two days two days so when y'all hear this I'm gonna be on a midnight train to Houston. I love that. I love family stuff. Like, oh. We're celebrating life this weekend, girl. It's a baby shower.
0: Who's pregnant?
1: One of my friends, no relatives, but one of my really good friends. um, She's pregnant. She's having a baby shower. She's having a little girl. I'm so Mm -hmm. excited. Um, And I wanna see my dad too, and my other sister. Hopefully, nobody else is pregnant. Because I can only be happy for her right now. Everybody else is just like, bitch, pregnant. What? Do you know your daddy? Not right now. All- <laughs> do you know the daddy?
0: Oh, that's one of well, my worst yeah. fears to get pregnant and not in this between two niggas. And I'm like, I don't know. I always wonder, like, do some bitches ever just be like, I'm just going to tell him he's the dad because I really want him to be the daddy. You just don't actually.
1: Not that I've had personal experience from it, but you can get a DNA test before the baby is born. Oh, I bet that hurts. It probably does. I don't know the risks involved or what it feels like, but you can definitely get a DNA test before the baby is born. So if any of our listeners happen to be in a predicament and you really just don't want to face the music, look into it because it's possible. Ooh, that's a rough
0: one. Um, are you ready for summer? Uh, you
1: have your yeah. bathing suits Well, me? I got a... <laughs> I gotta get waxed. But uh, yeah, other than that, I am ready for summer. I'm excited for it. I sat outside to eat my food and I was trying to get some more color. I went to I've the been the working hard on it. it.
0: Not that when, when brown girls go outside, we get the color quickly. I went outside yesterday up at the rooftop to my pool, but I didn't put a bathing suit on. Mm-hmm. The, I didn't realize it was so hot yesterday. I thought it was still gonna be chilly, but I needed some vitamin D.
1: How so, hard was it? Like today? It was? It was
0: like today, like mm-hmm. yeah, today was there. pretty toasty. Yeah, I laid out Hannah and uh, my friend Nate who were up there, and it it felt good to lay in the sun. I'm ready for this summer. Uh, my body, I, mean, isn't, I can't wait. But well, my mind that's is.
1: fixable. The mind is is more important. Yeah, and the living What's wrong with your body? You know, it's gained a little quarantine
0: pounds. Couple little, couple of... Quarantine LB. nothing that's a sarong
1: or a robe can't fix. You know you, I love oh, the rope.
0: I'ma have to hide that little fupa. I
1: gotta get hide your, the uh, knot in the front. Get high-waisted bottoms and call it a day. <laughs> and get out there. We're not gonna let no foopas hold anybody back from a good summertime. Tan. Yeah. Relaxation. Come on. Cool day. None of that.
0: That I, that was a word. <laughs>
1: Uh, we can't let it hold us back. Fuck anybody who got a problem with it. This is my body and this is what you get. Do you want it or no? Okay? The answer is probably always going to be yes. Um, speaking of which, um we got a little word from the sponsors. Um so here's a little message that uh maybe some of you girls can relate to. Um and you should buy a shirt that says so. So my weight is none of your concern unless I'm sitting on your face. Oh, Get that tea and more just like that at theidentityofshe.com. And if you use code COCKTAIL, no S's in, just COCKTAIL, you get 25% off. So that's theidentityofshe.com for 25% off T-shirts. they got a bunch of graphic tees with like fun little sayings like that. So check them out. I need to get me one. Can we use the code, too? Absolutely. Why not? Come through. Because I want one. Maybe I'll hand it out to some friends. Because that (laughs) is a good message. My weight. This is like a scripture. Um, Cocktails. Chapter 2, verse (laughs) 3. My weight is none of your concern unless I'm sitting on your face. And smothering you. Period. Then
0: it might be a concern because, you know, I don't. I don't the doors
1: to my pussy are open. Please come up and bring your offerings, okay? <laughs> Ooh, like, how much are you supposed to put in an offering
0: 10% of your check? 20? No,
1: no, no. So, tithes? There's tithes, tithes an offering? and offering you know is different. Yeah. So, okay, oh, so the thing that they do at church, that was my joke. Um, the doors to the church are open. Please come up to the altar. So that's like when you want to profess your love for Christ. So I was talking about professing my love for my pussy. Um, but for your offering, you give, you know, a love offering, whatever your heart desires. But the tithes are a percentage of your income, like taxes. Okay, well, I want the tithe. And so the you're altar. supposed to pay your tithes. It keeps you a member of the church and all this other stuff. My granddaddy was fussing at me. He was like, "You need to start paying your tithes." And you I don't didn't pay have your the heart tithes? No, he pays them for me Oh, well, at least, you know They're
0: coming out From somewhere
1: But I was like, I didn't know you were paying them for me You pay he the said, tithes he's So that you continue to, to be yeah.
0: So but that you I can continue To be an active
1: then. member of a church But I'm like Daddy, stop paying it <laughs> Please, <laughs> stop paying it Because Unnecessary, keep your money, baby Keep your money, but he said no
0: um, speaking of God and Jesus and all the holy things, I got to just shout out to God real quick because Kiki, you know, as we get older, older women, we like we have this obsession with candles. I don't know about Hello.
1: you. Oh. You I thought you were 68. <laughs> not today baby i'm 22 i went back to texas and reset i was hanging out with the young people okay my brother 19 my sister 21 she told me she was born what year? 99 i'm born in 99 too oh 99 in the 2000s oh y'all no 2000 bitch 99
0: (laughs) i am old today okay so what's going on with your you Someone sent me some candles and I told the company I'm not going to shout, I'm not going to, you know, bring attention to it because I really could have a whole lawsuit. So you know how when you're burning the candle? Girl, there was a whole fire in my apartment today and it was the most terrifying thing I have It's enough to like, I think I'm done with candles. You know how candles, I don't know what the safety feature is on there, but you know when they burn down to the bottom, they normally just fizzle themselves out when they get to that round bottom of the wick metal part. You know, you look Mm -hmm. at the candle and it's done. Well, I was working. It doesn't have that? I don't really know what it had. I was, the candle was burning. I was working. I heard this loud pop. And I thought that somebody just like hit my door with something. I was like, let me go look real quick. So I go to look, bitch. It's a whole flame on my dresser about to catch onto my painting that is very flammable. And then my lamp. And then it got, it caught onto my mail because my mail was sitting there. Kim, when I tell you, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. For a minute, I was like, oh, my God. Where's your, your fire extinguisher? I, and I didn't even think about that. Bitch, and I have a whole fire extinguisher under my sink that the apartments come with. I get a cup of water, bro. I pour the water on there. I thought you just don't put fire on electrical fires. I poured the fire on there. The fire got bigger. The water. I had two, I had two cups. I actually had this cocktails glass, slight plug, and then another And it little... had a little
1: bit of liquor in it? No, I don't think. Oh, I don't think so. I don't was think Was it so. clean or was it like waiting to go into the dishwasher?
0: It was in the sink. Like it definitely wasn't like a clean. I just grabbed what I could. And then it said. And, and And there was like glitter pieces. You know how people are getting like fancy with the candles now. They might need to go back to basic candles. So, I poured the other glass on there and then it went out. But bitch, my heart was racing cuz the only thing I could think of was, what if I would have left to go walk Shy really quick? It's a couple of minutes yeah. know like, it's responsible you should blow it out, but I normally don't do that. And if I and don't I do not want to come back and it would have been a, it would have been a fire. And I was like, they this they better be glad this wasn't. If it was Yankee candles, oh bitch, I, I would have even put my elbow in there a little bit just to get burned a little bit on my body. I would have had a whole lawsuit and I would have been a millionaire. But it was terrifying. Yeah, you gonna burn your elbow <laughs> if it was Yankee. I was
1: category. with you up until that. Part. <laughs> if, it, if it was the Yankee, how long do you think it's in. gonna take to get your settlement, Medina? These <laughs> things take time. <laughs> it's not like you sue or you cash out on Friday, bitch. You gonna have this busted up elbow. <laughs> it
0: was. It was. It was like it was terrifying. It was terrifying. I contacted the company, and she, that's scary. It was definitely. What like, they say. Like, she was like, she sent me a voice ne- message back. You know, you can send a voice message on Instagram. She was like, oh my I gosh, this. I I just, I want to apologize. Is there anything I could do? And I really did want to say, you could buy me a new dresser. But I was like, there's really nothing you can do. Let's be honest. Like your, your company's not that big. There's nothing you can do. I just wanted to let you know because you might want to relax on whatever it is. You might want to test the candles out.
1: How are you just going to sell yourself short like that? You don't know what that lady got. What if you could have got a new dresser? Her company ain't that big, but you don't know how much they got.
0: Maybe I'll revisit that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm not trying to get you to fuck somebody (laughs) else's life over, but if your dresser is fucked up, you know, yeah, there is something you can do. My dresser is damaged or file a renter's insurance claim. Maybe you could do that. I don't know.
0: Because I'm glad you're You're okay. okay. Me too. So thank you, God, for looking out because... um, (laughs) It could have been bad. It could have been really bad. And it was right at the front door. Could you imagine if I had to tie a sheet on my patio and slide down holding my dog?
1: No. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot. I would be like, what the fuck? Imagine driving down the highway and you see somebody... Scaling the size, falling. Of apartment let's be honest. Building. Falling.
0: <laughs> I would have been How falling. How many sheets you got to get down? <laughs> right. You'll go down to Hannah's apartment. And then you to make sure you tie it tight
1: enough. Like I would just have been. Oh Jesus, oh, yeah. thank you. When they do it on the movies, it looks easy, but that's just simply not realistic. Okay, um, know. let's see, what else? Maybe that was it. Um, okay, so we can go ahead and move on to weird sex. You said a man is not a necessity. A man is a luxury, like dessert. Yeah. A man is absolutely not a necessity. Did you mean that to sound mean and bitter? Oh, not at all. I adore
0: dessert. I love men. I think men are the coolest. But you don't really need them to live.
1: So, you guys, this week for Weird Sex, um, I wanted to tell you about a tale somebody who was getting too much tail so there was a woman in taiwan who had to let her man know she is not one to be fucked with okay um and he was cheating Ooh. in what capacity not sure but whatever it was sis didn't like it she took some kitchen shears snipped off half an inch of his dick Flush it down the toilet so that he could not reattach it because you know that's what they'll do if it's still there they'll try and reattach it she was like no 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 you just want to put the tip in i'm gonna take the tip off oh sis and uh yeah it was very bloody she got some charges of aggravated assault he was crying he went to the hospital they were able to close it up and everything. He's still alive. He didn't like bleed out or anything, but they obviously couldn't attach a stick. So maybe they are going to take a piece of his thumb. I know that they can do that, but he's upset. And so is she, but one thing's for sure. He won't be putting the tip in anything else. That's mean. Oh, his dick. Cause it makes, does she cut the mushroom part off? Yeah. Or too. side of his dick. What? Well, it depends on how long it was, cause I don't know. They were Taiwanese. I don't know. And then how I how much like, did he get left? But his balls were okay. He was asleep. He was asleep. She snipped it off. He woke up in um, agonizing pain, is what my sources tell me.
0: That again. nigga sleeps hard. I wake up if anyone just even moves in the
1: bed. I'm waking but up. But if she has some good kitchen shears, she only took the tip off, so if she just does one thing. That's going to wake you up. But it's gone already. It's already snipped. It's not like she's got to do like. That
0: is evil.
1: Connect the dots. I mean, yeah, he. I'll be upset. If Lorena Bobbitt, it. Taiwanese style. Anyway, thank you guys because 50 million people sent me the story. I saw it a bunch of times and I said, this bitch is crazy and I love it. It's perfect for weird sex. So um, I do not sense. think that that's what y'all should do, but. I also don't think people should be trying crazy girls. You know, your girl was crazy before that happened.
0: You knew your girl was crazy. I had a friend of mine tell me that literally over the weekend. We were having a little cheating. That she was crazy. And she was like, I don't know why this nigga is doing me like this. She was like, I'm a hood bitch. She was like, I've come a very long way. She's a successful person now, but she said, I will go back to my ways. And I was like, please don't because you're going to jail. Please. When you know you have a crazy woman on your hands, you better be able to hide shit very well or just don't do it or get a divorce. If you can't, you know, refrain from cheating, you just can't fight the urge, gentlemen. Is she going to take your money or she going to take the tip of your dick?
1: Or both. All right, well, that's it for weird sex. Remember, if you guys see something and you think it would be great for the show, DM it to me or email it to me at info at kikisadso.com and now this on. week you
0: guys we are talking about exclusive versus dating how do you know are there rules um where does the confusion come from because my bitch ass be confused i don't know about you kiki but every now and again you what are you confused about dress on. um yes. well <laughs> love Beyonce you know shout out to her and Jay you know they just celebrated their anniversary um shout out <laughs> I wish I knew hey girl Like <laughs> she listening um so I wanted to read the definition of exclusive so restricted restricted or limited to the person group or area concerned it sounds very negative when you look at the words wait on the say it
1: again Why does Um, it sound negative?
0: Restricted or limited to? Yeah, it's limited, bitch. It's exclusive. It ain't for everybody. The word restricted is just giving me a negative. It it makes me feel uncomfortable. Restricted. I feel tied down, locked down. There's tape over my mouth. Handcuffs are on my wrist. No. (laughs) Mm mm. It means,
1: like, don't be talking to everybody. Simple as pie.
0: Don't be. I mean, I'm not saying I don't get it. I do get it. But when I was looking at it on paper, I was just like, wow, it seems so negative. I felt like a man. I feel like exclusivity
1: scares men. I think it scares a lot of people. Um, Sometimes if you're talking about being exclusive too soon, hold on. I'm not done weighing my options yet. And it's like, whether I'm dating somebody or not, I still got the option of me. Do I want to be checking in? no do i want you all up in my business and feeling like you are supposed to know where i'm going why why are you going to texas again nigga cuz i want to so it's like do i really want to be in an exclusive relationship right now i don't know because that's what comes with it you don't that person You have to talk to them. You have to tell them things. You're checking in. You're doing these things because it's it's y'all together.
0: I feel like it only feels like checking in when you don't want to be exclusive with that person.
1: Like, I feel like. It it, feel like checking in. (laughs) When I. Like, I'm telling you where I'm going, who I'm with. Times voluntarily, H. though, like it's not like you whether I feel, I, that's still
0: checking in, I don't, but like you, it. you enjoy it though. Like, when I'm at no, with you somebody, enjoy it. <laughs> you don't like just being like, Hey, baby, like I'm doing this tonight, call you when I get back, and then you get home, and you're like, Hey, babe, I'm home. It's not like a I no. made it here.
1: here's where I'm at. Like, I only do that if I really don't like you. If it comes up in conversation, we on FaceTime, I'm in the car drum somewhere. Oh, what you doing? I'm about to go meet some friends for drinks, okay. But it's like, um, so I'm going to call you, you later. Going? Well, I'll be busy. Well, where are you going? What time are you going to be there? When are you coming back? Where are you going? Who are you going with? Hold the fuck up. That's when... Uh, so it's not really fun to me. I don't mind sharing some details, but no, I don't like it. I... I don't, I, I
0: only don't like it if I don't really like you or if I mm. know that I'm actually lying about something. Then I'm mad. <laughs> and I'm mad like it ain't my fault. Like, why this nigga keep asking me? Probably because the nigga know you lying, bro. That's the only time it gets on my nerves to be like, this is where I'm going. This is what time. Cause I don't want to forget what I said when I do get back home.
1: But oh, if yeah. I'm, like, in bliss with you, you and everything your good, lie.
0: you got to remember your line, sis. But everything's good, I want to tell you all the things. And if you actually aren't asking me where I'm going or, hey, baby, did you make it home? I might have an attitude. I might really be upset and be like, do you not care? What if I would have died tonight? Well, what, what was he going to do? Well, you know, it's funny that you say that because mm. I am awkward. I like to talk to people about, like, death and stuff. And this past weekend. Um, On a date? not on a date, but, like, after sex or, like, when we're about to go to sleep because you don't know if you're going to wake back up. So after um, sex with my uh, one and only partner, I was like, hey, if I don't, like, if something were to happen to me, like, I died while we were sleeping and, you know, you had to call the ambulance and stuff, like, would you go to the hospital with me? And he was like, what are you <laughs> talking about? Like, what is wrong with you? I was like, I just want to be very, like, clear. I don't want you to just call the ambulance and send me on my way. I want you to take the responsibility and coming when you're me. dead like if some yeah if I died or if like something happened and I was unconscious and I also want you to make sure you directly talk to my mom and my sister I don't want them to be like what happened I want you to be able to share the story and tell them like who you were to me I just want to make sure we're on the same page and he was like y- yeah I was like because there are some people in this world when stuff happens they might call the police but they're not going to go through it with you they're just going to be like all right, yeah, this is her. Her name is such and such, and like I've never been in the in that situation before, but I'm sure people do.
1: Obviously, that all the time. you're still
0: alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I am. You already die. But I just wanted to make sure we were on the same page with like the the caring about each other part. You would ride to the hospital with me, right? You would talk to the police and like let them know in detail what happened, and then call my mom and my sister. You want their number now or like what? He was like. <laughs> I would definitely do that for you first of all. And second of all, I don't need their number right now. I'm pretty sure I would be able to find it and I would I wouldn't just like leave you dead hanging. And I was like, okay. Whew. So who wants to be who wants to be dead hanging? Like he treated you he like he left you hanging in real life, but that nigga left you hanging dead. You the police are just like, is this like do you know her? He's like, no, nah, like <laughs> I
1: don't. Bitch, like, you did? <laughs> what you going to do? I'll
0: haunt you for Love the it. rest of your years. I will haunt you. I'm haunting your kids. I'm haunting everybody. I'm making life a living hell for you.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, well, (laughs) you guys, we decided to talk about this, uh, because we were, we had met last week and we were going over different topics for the show and there was a viral tweet that happened. So I was just looking, trying to find the tweet, um, I thought I screenshotted it, but I, I take too many screenshots of memes because shit on the internet is funny. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the tweet basically said it was from a girl, and she said that she was on a date, and she saw this other guy that she was dating while she was out on a date with another oh. man. He said nothing, did nothing, whatever. The next day, he hit her up with a planned out date, and he took her on the date and showed her... Without saying like this is why. But he basically showed her through planning this date. After seeing her with another man. This is why I'm the main nigga you talking to. Now she was like. You know, I am not exclusive with any of these guys. I'm just dating. Casually dating these guys. But even when you're casually dating somebody. You typically have somebody that you like more. And he likes her more too. And so. He was just showing, you know, I understand. We haven't had that conversation about being exclusive. We're not exclusive. So I'm not going to try and bully spot up, act to ask, some of that shit. But a lot of people who were retweeting and commenting um, on her tweet were saying how wrong she was. And I'm like, wait a minute. What's wrong? Since when... And I think sometimes the words that people use get things confused. But if you're not in a relationship... Whatever you want to call that relationship. If you haven't had that conversation or you guys haven't both decided that it's just you, why not date other people if you want to? Nobody's claiming anybody. And unfortunately, you can't just
0: assume because you're always at his house or you met his mama a lot of bitches be meeting niggas' mamas, and y'all still- I'd have met a lot sister. of mamas. Me too. And a lot of people have met Nothing. my mom. I just really love my family, oh, and mm-hmm. we're close. So it's not like you're meeting them because you're somebody that is super duper special and we're getting married. I'm just, especially if I'm home, it's like you coming in the house to say hi to my family unless I'm ashamed of you. <sighs>
1: I don't want anyone meeting my family if I'm not serious about them because as close as I am to my family, they're going to constantly bring him up. They're going to constantly ask about him. And some people might try to make jokes. And maybe my new nigga ain't a joking nigga. Don't be making jokes uh-huh. calling him the last <laughs> nigga's name. You know? Like, that ain't cool. Put some mama. respect Chill on my nigga's name. Well, you just won't meet him. Until it's super serious. Like when we talk about rings for real, not just trying on the rings, but it's, it's serious. I might even already be engaged. It's a little untraditional, but I don't care. Um, no, Mm -mm, mm -mm, because I just, I don't, my family likes to make jokes and it's a funny family. And unless my nigga is a really funny guy can really take the jokes. For some reason, God keeps handing me sensitive niggas. And I don't know what that is. Maybe I he's like trying it. to tell
0: you something. Maybe he's like, you need a little sensitive, a little sensitivity, just a sprinkle.
1: No, because I drop them. So I mean, maybe that's maybe, but I don't like that quality. So anyway, um, yeah, I don't let them meet my family for real. You'll meet some friends. Um, if you make it past that level and you graduate to the next, then you can meet some more friends. Um, but I kind of have it figured out in my mind, like. Which level you get to to meet certain people before you get all the way in. And if you ain't met nobody, don't you screw your face up to tell me you thought we were exclusive. You don't even know anybody (laughs) in my life. Like (laughs) You don't even know who I
0: really am.
1: You don't know You don't know anything about me. You don't know about my friends. You don't know about my family. If I care about you, you're going to meet people. So, if you're listening to this and you're wondering, why did I meet her friends? I don't fuck with you. Like that. So, and I probably told you that, but you didn't believe me. So, now you know.
0: Dang. Um... Mm -hmm.
1: But that is a part of, like, being exclusive or trying to figure out if you want to be exclusive with somebody. Like, what are you like with my family and with my friends? Because they're probably not going anywhere.
0: It is like... (sighs) Sometimes, have you ever have you ever met somebody where, like, y- early on, you know that you really like them a lot, and they mm-hmm. haven't maybe they haven't met anybody around in your circle yet, just because it's so early, but you know that you wouldn't mind being in a relationship with them.
1: Mm-hmm. You feel it, but maybe that's because like- it's early. <laughs> but if it's been time, like, if you've been around for six months. And you ain't met none of my friends. You need to reevaluate what you thought I said. You didn't hear me.
0: So you would say that's a flag of like you are not exclusive. There should be no assumption here. If you ain't met anybody in my circle, yeah. Unless you don't, you, the person doesn't have a lot of friends, then I get it. But um,
1: I don't have a like I don't have a lot of friends in Atlanta. But I got friends. If you ain't met no fucking body, nah. Mm-mm. You would meet at least one or two people. You when might not you? meet my family in Atlanta. No. That's gonna take longer. When is the last time you have been exclusive
0: with just one dude? Or do you prefer just dating? Some people don't like being exclusive.
1: A year ago. Did you a little enjoy over it? a year ago? Um, it was fun some days, and some days not so much. Some days um numbers blocked and I didn't want to be reached. And then other days, it was fun. Like, let's go here. Let's go there. Let's go have some fun. So was oh, kind of when you have this secret the- boyfriend
0: but I never, still to this day, never knew who it was.
1: I mean, Medina, we weren't hanging out. So it's not like like people who I was actually hanging out with on a regular basis, they saw him, they met him, they were around. But we weren't doing that. So it was just like, you know, if I'm not going to talk about it on the show, and that's when we talk. We won't. I'm not, I I don't want to share that, but how long were y'all
0: dating exclusively?
1: Exclusively for about it was just months like four or five months because it started. Let's see, this is 2021, so it started in 2019, towards the end of 2019, and then it ended sometime around this time, like springtime. I remember it was after quarantine had started. Or was starting, it gets kind of gray because all of last year is just so fucking fuzzy. It's just like a big blur. I can't even get the months in order. But I remember stuff started shutting down. Trips got canceled. We had gone and done some things out of town together. And then we came back and then it was like we were trying to go eat somewhere. The restaurant was closed. Shit started closing down. Yeah, it was just, it was a crazy time. But to answer your question about being exclusive sometimes it was cool and sometimes it wasn't it kind of just depended on the day one and then also like how things like just i can be moody but then mm-hmm. also like he was moody too that's why it wasn't a good match but when, was when, he a when we were together it huh was he a virgo Mm-mm. Mm. he was not Um, but when we were having a good time, it was good. But if he was having a bad day, it might not be so fun to be exclusive because he was also very jealous, and that was like a big issue. So it's like when you're constantly questioning me or you're feeling extremely insecure for no reason, my nigga, I'm asleep. We went out last night, I got fucked up. I went home. I want to go home, be in my own damn bed, be alone. You still want to go out and hang out. Go ahead. I'm not stopping you from that. But when you call me later and I don't answer, I'm recovering by sleeping. <laughs> don't think I'm on a date. Like, oh, my God, calm down. It's just weird. Yeah. When was the last time you were exclusive with someone?
0: I mean, it's really weird because right now I would technically say I'm exclusive. And I met this guy May. of But little- are you
1: open to dating other people?
0: Mm, I'm slowly becoming not it's but it's only because I don't I really don't feel the need to share my time with anybody. There's no like pressure to be like, we need to only fuck with each other. But I also don't want to. In the beginning, it kind of was like, I'm still going to do my thing and like do what I do. But now it's like when you when you read that tweet or summarize the tweet of what we talked about at uh, lunch. The guy mm-hmm. who kind of was like, I don't need to really say anything if you deal with somebody else. Let me show you why you fuck with me. He gives that kind of energy. I, when I was dealing with the dude, the other guy who I talked about a couple episodes ago, who mm-hmm. I spent a little bit of Valentine's Day with him, I told him, very honest, we're, we have a very open line of communication. And when I told him that, he didn't get upset. He didn't do anything. He just kind of like came harder with the things that he does. And then he was like, hey, whatever happened mm-hmm. to that guy? And I was like...
1: What guy... He, I don't know having to. Oh, I forgot here. about his ass. I guess he fell by ways. I don't know. Can't keep up. Can't take yeah, the heat. Get the fuck out of the kitchen. He's not like a, I'm gonna get jealous. He's like, oh, you playing
0: with these lame niggas. Let me show you why you like me again. So he, like I said, it's it's weird because it I don't know, it's weird, but um I would say right now I'm just dealing with one person. I can't remember the last time I fucked somebody else. Oh, so, um, but if we're talking about like boyfriend, girlfriend, and I were bring, I'm Not bringing boyfriend, around, but like
1: dating, not just fucking, but like it would dating. be six a bay, it would okay. be six a
0: and that that situation um uh, ended in an interesting way because I, as soon as I met him, I knew I wanted to be exclusive only to him, and I think it's crazy that when a woman feels that way, you can't say that out loud to a man or they kind of you really can't even say out loud to anyone because people look at you like you're crazy like girl stop but when men do that when men are like i knew she was the one when i first laid eyes on her even if they tell you or tell his friends it's romantic it's like oh my gosh that's so sweet he knew i always Mm -hmm. think that that contradiction is not fair because (laughs) i be sounding crazy because that's how you feel and niggas don't be sounding crazy when they do it it's like if he knows you're gonna be his wife if you know you're crazy like,
1: mm-hmm. I don't really get it. Why can't I That's a conversation right for another day? <laughs> <laughs> we should go into a conversation about that. Why does that sound crazy? Because I personally have some thoughts about why it sounds crazy. We would need from a, man a woman on that one. No, but I want to talk about why it sounds crazy when women say it. Because I'm a woman who thinks that that should be sounding crazy when people say it. Mm-hmm. And the summary is. You say it, but you're not going to do anything about it. A man oh, like will do buy something a about it. Yes. So a man will have some action behind that. So it's like when a woman says it, typically if a woman says it, oftentimes she has said it about multiple people. So it's like every time you date somebody, you think it's the one. Um, okay, girl, it don't hold no weight, especially because nothing has come of it. When a man says it, even if he gets turned down, mm-hmm. he still went through the steps. And he typically, unless he's just doing some lying shit in the beginning, but if he's talking to his boys and he's like, you know, I think she's the one, it usually comes with something. So, yeah. Women do sound crazy when they say that because they don't say it about the one; they say it about lots of ones. You can and have when guys a lot do of it the
0: ones I just want to put that. Well, out there if it, no, ever you said can't. It it's you can
1: one. It's one. Five a year, Medina, or you can have three. lots of the men that year? you fucking with. And no, if it was last you,
0: year quarantine, you could have four and a half.
1: No, it's. The one, so you get one. One. It's Otherwise ones. it's them boys. So if you got them boys, the men, whatever, then you got multiple. But the one is the one. So it's just like, you know The three. Be careful three. with who. Or you can't count. So
0: <laughs> Or is three. No, but um I do think that when that that is a whole other discussion for another day. But mm-hmm. um
1: I think that being it is interesting though uh-huh. the how people feel about it versus man versus woman.
0: It is, but when people even, are exclusive, e- with And then when women see another woman propose to a man, because we've all seen it, we're like, she crazy as hell. Yeah, I wouldn't
1: do it. <laughs> Would you? you? Never. Fuck yeah. no. Even
0: if I do say you're the one, i you goddamn right. I'm I just gonna feel like it's setting me. the
1: wrong precedent. That's the main reason. No, I'm not. No. No, no, no. Let me write that down for our for a weekly meeting. That could be another thing. Why aren't we the ones who are who are trying to drive the relationships, whether it be marriage? Because we don't know how to drive. Stating, right? I know how to drive. Hold on. A car.
0: I'll say my thing and play the devil's advocate, but it I don't think it would be right if women were the hunters.
1: <laughs> I mean, I personally don't want to. I was just joking. Um, I have no desire. Shit. And that's why I don't want to do in distress, any. Come rescue me. Well, I ain't no in distress. But I will say, I I do think when you're a woman and you start taking charge too much in a relationship, it fucks things up if you don't want to be that way the whole time. So it's like, even if that is how you are normally, dial that back. Because... They always gonna feel like you got it, and if you don't want to always got it, don't Never do stop. it. Stop. Mm-hmm. Damn um, full of distress. I'm writing that down. Yep, it's another topic.
0: That that is another topic. I wish. I wonder if any of our listeners have ever have are in marriages where the woman proposed. I would love to like. Oh, hear
1: if about y'all that. have a story <laughs> like that, please send it to us. Cocktails at atl at gmail dot com. We'd love to hear your stories and just also like your feedback on what you think about the stuff that we're talking about. Um, We don't really get a lot of emails like that, but if you guys want to send those in, you don't necessarily have to send advice or cocktails, but if you just want to say your two cents or if what we've ever talked about or what we're talking about the week of, and you want to chime in, but you want to be anonymous, send it in. We read them. We still don't know who you are, though. Well, Um, we will, but the rest of the people won't. Like, if they comment on YouTube, other people know they're cheating on their husbands. But we'll keep the secret.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we got we got you. Um, mm-hmm. So talking about being exclusive, it does make me wonder: how do you have that conversation? How, because it's a really thin line. Also, when gir- when women bring up you know wanting to be exclusive, it can be too soon. It can be, oh, well, we already blurred these lines. No, like, how do you think that that conversation can be having a good, a, a clear
1: way? Um, honestly, it's hard. <laughs> It is hard, but you just have to do it. When you feel it, if it hasn't happened already, give yourself two to three business days. If it hasn't happened, you go ahead and have it. Because guess what? At the end of the day, you may not like the results of your conversation. You may have the conversation he tell you, you sweat in him you doing too much or whatever. Well, guess what? Y'all aren't on the same page. So it's better for you to cut your losses then than to continue to hold out for somebody who's not feeling you like you're feeling them. And that's life. It happens. You know, so like, don't get so stuck on, I don't want to push him away when he might be trying to, he might not even be trying to push you away. He might not be thinking about your ass. So I do think it's good to go ahead and be honest. No matter... How much people may tell you, oh, just wait, just wait, just wait. It's only so much waiting you can do. If you're starting to get aggravated, irritated, or uncomfortable in a situation, or you're just feeling confused because you feel like you're in a relationship and y'all haven't had that talk, you need to have it to make sure you're on the same page. Because if you don't, you're going to be having issues with unmet expectations. You're thinking that he should do certain things, he should be there for things, or she should be there for things and she's not but y'all never had that conversation you got to talk to each other about where you are what you're doing and where you're at and if you met on some oh we're just having fun shit but your feelings change it probably is I'll be honest it probably is going to ruin it if he hasn't changed his mind or if she the other person hasn't changed their mind but you still need to be upfront and honest because why are you so busy trying to keep somebody around Who doesn't want what you want. You have to remind yourself of that. Um, I don't usually do that. But in my reflections after the shit don't work out and I be calling people drunk crying. That's what I come to. So I'm just telling you as the hurt girl who has gone through it and let things last for too long that shouldn't. You should have those conversations. Go ahead and get them out the way. Because you could cut some losses early. Or he might be on the off chance, he might be feeling how you're feeling. And he's like, oh, I don't want her to feel uncomfortable because we both said this was just some fun shit, but I'm really feeling her. But I don't want to push her away. Like, imagine what a love story that would be. And I've seen some that have ended up with marriage. They got babies. They're happy. They don't be complaining about each other. They still give each other space. I mean, beautiful marriages that I've seen with young people under 40. Hmm, under 40. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because, you know, it ain't I'm not talking about old school shit where, you know, sweep everything under. Talking about us.
0: Yeah, (laughs) uh, those conversations are important. And then you'll look back if you have the conversation and it doesn't go how you want it to go. You will look back a couple months down the line and be like, dang, I'm so glad that I didn't just stick it out and hope that I would become his girlfriend. We have the conversation and we cut it off soon and Mm -hmm. nobody's feelings are really that hurt. You might feel it for a couple. Yeah.
1: But you already found somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Or something else to do. Mm Charge your vibrator. It was getting dusty.
0: I was so glad (laughs) that. Remember I told you that dude and I didn't sleep with him. And I was glad that I from did. From
1: Valentine's? Yeah, because had okay, I, and it yeah. really didn't
0: turn into anything. And I am i don't want to really be putting no more bodies under my belt if it's not going to be That's something. That's good. And it felt really good to live. At first, I was like, dang, like, is that all you wanted from me? I still don't know. But I was glad to look back on that and be like, well, I didn't share my juices with you. You ain't get it, though. <laughs> you ain't get it, though. <laughs> like, hmm. did we, do you really even exist? Like, you didn't get these draws. Uh, no, nope. it doesn't count. It does not count. <laughs> It was good to have those grown-up conversations. Do you think you can have them too soon? Like, do you think when people go on dates and they're like, hey, this is what I'm looking for, I want to be exclusive with someone?
1: Yes. Um, That has happened to me before. Um, So I went on a date with this guy many moons ago, obviously. Um, And he resurfaced recently. And I couldn't remember him all the way, but I kept trying to remember, like, what happened on our date. First date. This nigga is talking about he want to get married in the church. Um, His daddy is a preacher and he wants to follow in his footsteps.
0: But Um, to that nigga, good thing he got it out the way because there is somebody for him. And he realized,
1: y'all realized it wasn't you probably very early on. I said it wasn't me, but this is why I'm saying you need to cut your losses when people tell you this ain't it. So when I told him no, he was still trying to keep going. No, I'm telling you, I hear you, and I'm not even gonna explain to you why the things that you're saying are probably not ever gonna work out, but this isn't a match for me. So, once somebody lets you know, I hear what you want, I'm receiving it, I can't be that, I don't want to be that, what the fuck are you still here for? Now, let's say, switch gears. Hogan the hookah.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. Baby, pay me the hookah You do want to be exclusive Do you have any expectations?
1: I don't have a lot of expectations Um, With exclusivity If we be an exclusive I expect that Um, I would like to have uh, An open conversation About like, okay We decide we're going to be in a relationship What does that mean to you? Because some niggas feel like They can be in 50 relationships I need to know this is a one-on-one thing Right. I need to also have some I need to feel like I can trust you already before we have the conversation. But I do want to talk about it. I want to know if there's anything that they've been like wondering about. Mm -hmm. Like maybe like I don't know what it could be, but maybe like I have somebody who calls me a lot and they're like, who is that? Are y'all really what is that relationship? Or not. Yeah. Like, I want to be able to put that kind of stuff on the table. And I want to feel comfortable to be able to ask him that. So, I want to be able to walk into an exclusive relationship once we get to that appointment. Uh, appointment. Once we get to that point. I want to feel like we can both, like, talk and be open. Um, Let me think. What else? Um, I also want to know, when's the last time you had unprotected sex with somebody other than me? If it was me. Um, Because I need to know What if my boyfriend Got a baby on the way Mm. I would like to know Is that a possibility Is that Is that a thing So like outside of STDs and stuff People can still have babies That takes time so it's like okay We can decide we're going to be exclusive We can have a date at the doctor's office And get tested Everything comes back fine right You think you're free and clear Four to six weeks six weeks later you hear from this girl who he used to fuck with and she talking about she pregnant. Well, hold on now. We didn't talk about this. So that's just something that I've been seeing, uh, become more and more popular. Mm. -hmm. Um, so I'm going to ask about it. Like, and I want to know, and I need you to be honest with me. Um, because honestly I'm not dealing with that. Um, and then what else? I just need us to be on the same page. However we define our relationship, I don't give a fuck what anybody else thinks. I want us to be on the same page. It does not have to be a traditional situation, but I want us to feel comfortable enough to talk about it. And I want us to actually talk about it. What about for you? That's one of my key
0: things is transparency. I have learned that in my relationships, the transparency be one sided. And I don't like that. I want you to be able to. You're the transparent one. Very, and I mean, it's it comes that does come easy for me. There are some things that are sometimes tough to talk about, and maybe something has to happen for it to come out. But I will let you really know how something has affected me. And I would like it if we're gonna be exclusive for my man to be the same way. Like, let me know some of your triggers, if you yeah, can. Before that's, they a, good mm-hmm. let that's me a good know one. That's a good one you know things that make you sad if you if you have some daddy issues going on or like some, it's not
1: always I definitely like, need to have already known about your family situation mm-hmm.
0: um another key, key thing for me is like making sure like we have each other like we have each other's back um times aren't always just going to be good also do you want to be a married person do you want kids because those are things that I want and I try not to bring those things up so soon, but I am getting older, and I need to know if I need to freeze my eggs or not. So, I do it- Girl, I've been try trying
1: to... to bring that up early, because I think, and it's probably harder for you than it is for me, Oh, Because don't want kids. Right. So, like, I have no desire on being pregnant um, or giving birth. I don't mind having kids, but I don't want to- physically have kids mm-hmm. is what I mean when I say that so that's like a big deal to guys a lot of guys they want you to be pregnant they want you to have their baby no matter how many other babies they have out in the world and so I just like to let them know upfront where I stand with that because I'm pretty solid in how I feel about it and I haven't been wavering for like 25 years so i just like to let them know that so it's like this is what it is um and i understand if that's not a match for you but i just i want (laughs) to let you know
0: so i I can only imagine
1: what that must feel like if you feel like you have to keep it inside for a while
0: i don't feel like i have to keep it inside for a while i'm just not the type to like sit down and be like hey i want to make sure sure you have so
1: when do you usually have have that combo
0: It normally just comes up randomly in conversation. I've never met someone who didn't want to have kids until six, eight, bay, and he had a vasectomy, and that was a lesson learned because he said he would reverse it. And my mom had told me from the jump, Medina, when a man has a vasectomy, they really mean. He's serious. They're serious. Like that was that's a because they don't ever
1: want to do it. They want Mm -hmm. us to do it.
0: But that was also an example of he lied. We went to go look at yeah. rings. He said, I, I care about you so much that I will get this reversed. But that's a lesson learned. That shit is not, if anybody's out here telling you that and they are not actually laying in the hospital bed and they're about to go under and get it done, they're lying. Um, so for me, it doesn't, it comes up a little bit later than sooner.
1: <laughs> but I find so like it. So like two months.
0: I would say two months it does end up coming up. Normally, okay. I, I'll drag my nephew into it for it to the topic to come up. Like, who's my nephew? And they're like, oh, or is that your kid? No, but I can't wait to have some one day. Most yes. people I meet, He's though, naughty. they do want kids. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, if most guys do.
0: Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that trust thing is really is really a big deal. I think that a lot of people s- struggle with for some reason. You can't just be honest and... It feels good when you have somebody in your life that you can just be a whole open book with. Nothing is scary to tell them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or they're not, they're truly not going to judge you. You can lay in the bed with them and tell them things that you've never told anyone. That feels really good. Um, So... Other than that, like you said, we don't have to have the the type of traditional relationship that everyone says you're supposed to have, or we might forgive each other for things that people think are unforgivable. What do we have going on? How are you feeling about me? How are you feeling about this? Do you feel like you're needing to cheat? If those conversations were had more regularly, I think people could maybe save their relationships. What went wrong here? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah.
1: You gotta have them regularly. Okay, well, guys, let us know what rules you have to being exclusive, and like how your conversations typically go. What do you need? What do you want? What was the time that you said that you wanted to be exclusive, and who gets the <laughs> reaction that you wanted? Like, tell us about it. Leave either a comment on here, or send us an email and let us know how you're feeling, and uh, we can move go ahead and move on to indecisive Diane. Would you stop thinking about what everyone wants? Stop thinking about what I want, what he wants, what your parents want. What do you want? What do you want? It's not that simple. What do you want? What do you want? Hey, ladies, it's me and Decisive Diane.
0: This week, I want you to try a place called Casi Cielo. They have valet,
1: or you can park on the street. It's in Sandy Springs. Super nice. They have a patio. I would go here on a brunch date. If you have kids, you can bring them. I would take the kids during the day. If you go in the evening, just let it be a grown people date. Here's the address. 6125 Roswell Road, Suite 200, Atlanta, Georgia. Bye all right guys and we are back from indecisive diane make sure you check out her date suggestions now if you have a spot that you would like us to highlight on indecisive diane send us an email cocktails at atl at gmail.com and now it's time for the advice if you guys have a question that you want to ask us and maybe get our unprofessional opinions Email us, askcocktails at gmail.com, and maybe we will read it on the show. Okay, you ready, Medina?
0: Yes. Um, Okay. My lips are peeling. Don't you hate when your lips peel? Mine are, too. That's why I
1: keep biting them. Oh,
0: my God. I'm I'm like, do I need more water? Like, I have so much Carmex on my lips, and I'm biting the Carmex, and I'm eating Carmex. Like, ugh.
1: Okay. I feel like after a flight, it makes my whole face so dry and flaky. Everything
0: just dry.
1: Like, ugh. Mm -hmm. Okay, you guys.
0: Okay. First advice letter.
1: Hi, Kiki and Medina. I love
0: y'all and the show and listen every week. I've been dating a guy for close to a year. In the beginning, he did tell me I was pretty, beautiful, etc., etc. But I would say over the past few months, the compliments have completely dried up. A few weeks ago, we went out to dinner. I put on a sexy dress, did my hair and makeup, and smelled nice. And this man will not make one comment about how I look. Other dudes were checking me out, but nothing from him. I tell him he looks handsome, fine, smells good, etc. But he won't return it. Sometimes I'll send him a cute selfie or even a nude and he might say, oh, you look nice or oh, you look good. But it seems forced. I'm not a girl who is full of herself, but I don't have low self-esteem either. I know I'm good looking. I work out, dress well, and take good care of myself and appearance. So I don't need this man to tell me, but I would, but it would be nice to hear it from him. And it does make me feel a way that he doesn't say anything. And it's getting to the point now where I don't want to fuck him anymore because it's a turnoff. What the fuck y'all? Do you think this is a good reason to break up? Should I ask him why he doesn't give compliments? Thanks in advance ladies for your advice. PS, I'm attaching a picture I sent him just so y'all know I am not ugly. <laughs> um, thank you for you the reference her, her, photo. It's a it's I archived it. Um I just want to say this is like a g- prime example of how we're talking about telling people stuff. I think that's one of those things where you just got to say it. Why are you not complimenting me I feel like you don't think I'm attractive anymore that's one of the things you just gotta say it, bro at least I would have to say it if I know I look good and you used to tell me I look fine all the time I need to I'm telling you at on the date so you're not gonna comment like I you just really haven't been complimenting me at all I'm feeling real ugly what is the problem
1: um I don't even think you have to tell them that you're feeling ugly but Obviously, to me, through this email, it seems like one of your love languages top priority is words of affirmation. So you should, that's the easiest way to bring it up. Anytime you're missing something in a relationship and it's like a big deal to you, I think that bringing up love languages is a big thing. And you should also let them know, like, it's not just about how you receive love, it's how you show love. And so it's like, you know, I try to make sure I always compliment you um, because I do Love the way that you look, and I've just noticed that you did it at first, and I thought we were on the same page. But now you're not doing it some more, and that's something that I really need to like feel good with this. So you, either way it goes, however you decide to bring it up to him, you definitely got to tell him. You
0: have to. You don't just break. Don't just end the relationship and him not know. Yeah, I don't
1: think you should break up over it, but you need to talk to him about it. Now, if you talk to him about it and you give him ninety days. And no changes have been made. Well, yeah, go ahead. Because you've already let him know. Hey, this is something that I need in this relationship. And he's not doing it. Like, after a while. he It's a compliment. You're not asking for it, Bentley.
0: And also, be prepared that. should be that. doable. Be prepared for that honesty. Because he might hit you back with some, I'm not attracted to you anymore. You took your weave out and it doesn't leave, look good.
1: Leave his ass if he says some bullshit like that. But... Yeah. Good luck, girl. Let us know what happens.
0: Let us know. what I want to know how this
1: plays out. Can you record the conversation Mm -hmm. secretly? All right. Next one. Hey, ladies. I'm stuck in a little pickle. I'm a pretty attractive 22-year-old, and I graduated from college last summer. I've moved back to my hometown and recently have been distancing myself from an almost four-year relationship that has left me confused. But that's another story for another time. I want to reach out and start dating other men since I'm young and I deserve to be treated right. There has been a new guy that has shown interest in me that I've been entertaining. He's a sweetheart, very caring, cute, and a great person to talk to. He also has a nice dick. I've seen pictures. And he even sent me a nut video without me even asking, which my last partner would never do. I really want to take it to the next level with him, but there is one problem. I have HSV2. I got it from my last partner when I was 18, when he had a cold sore and went down on me. Another reason why I dealt with him as long as I did. He has been my only partner since I got my diagnosis and I never gave him the skin condition genitally. He only gets cold sores, no blisters on the penis. The stigma is honestly worse than the actual STI, it's basically like acne or a rash. Mine, fortunately, is dormant. I, have, I haven't had any problems with this since May 2019. My worry is that the new guy will spaz out on me, not want to deal with me, or think that I'm, a, that I'm gross, regardless of my backstory or the fact that I don't have outbreaks. How do you guys think I should handle this situation and other situations as I continue today? I know you ladies don't have this problem, but I would love to get an outside view. I really can see something happening with him, but I'm really worried about his reaction, and this will prevent us from getting to know each other more. He also wants to make me squirt. I never have, and he's dedicated to making it happen, and honestly, I would like to see. So, I'll say this. Um, I know some people who have it. I think that I totally understand why you're scared to tell this new guy that totally get it and this is gonna sound probably like oh here she goes because I don't have it so like you said we don't have this problem but you do have to tell him if you do not tell him that is not okay so you're dating him you have to tell him and unfortunately a lot of younger people probably won't be as open but I think as you get older or maybe just date a little older people will be more understanding and more open and you'll probably also meet some people that may be like, hey, I have it too. And I didn't know how to tell you. Like, it's it's very common. It is a rash. I totally understand where you're coming from. But you have to tell him. And if the person isn't okay with it, then why would you want to stick with them? Like They may be cool and everything, but why stick with somebody who can't accept all of you? That's a part of who you are now. And it's unfortunate that there's like this huge stigma with it and it's been dormant, but you still have to be honest about it. What do you have to say, Medina?
0: I would agree. you got to tell him that's a hard one. And one of the things about fear is fear kind of enhances everything and makes it seem like it's going to be 21 times worse than what it is going to be. And if you tell him, it might not be as bad as you think it is. Like Kiki said he might say he has it. He might not care. I have a lot of friends who He have might be it.
1: open to it.
0: And a lot of niggas that they've told they be like, they don't care. I don't way back when when we in the beginning of Cocktails, I shared a cocktail. When before I was a, a part of cocktails, I shared it as a guest with Kiki and Shayla. And then I shared it again when when it became just me and Kiki, the couple that I met that wanted me to have a threesome with them. And they told me that they had herpes. And I was like And then I wanted to just, I wanted to know everything about it. What do people know? Because they were swingers. I was like, what do people know? What is the normal response? And they're like, the normal response is, oh, I have it too. So you got to tell him you can set it up like a game or you can tell him in a grown up way.
1: A game? Yeah, you can play a game. Two truths and a lie. (laughs) Yeah. I have syphilis, chlamydia, and herpes. Oh, wait. Maybe I only told one truth. (laughs) you could
0: set it up like a game and then he might be like or if he's a serious guy do it a serious way and and just let him know and just blurt it out because we also did an episode with someone who has herpes i can't remember the name of the episode but she talked about how you don't want it was let last it,
1: year yeah because it don't was a virtual let, episode mm-hmm.
0: you don't want to let the relationship go so long especially since y'all are talking about sex and he like you just don't want to let it go too long to where you do let him go and he's like we've been doing this for like months and when were you gonna let me know
1: mm-hmm you if you let it. it go too far they're gonna be like well were you ever gonna tell me mm-hmm. so just go ahead and have the conversation you or can you can send it. them the link to this episode and be like fast forward to minute marker 107 and um what do you think about this well i wrote that in you could do that mm-hmm. yeah you could. All right. Well, good luck, girl. Let us know how it goes. And I hope the odds are in your favor. Hopefully, he's understanding. And if he's not, you dashed a bullet.
0: Good luck, girl. Let us know how it goes.
1: Okay. So, now it's time to move on to the cocktails. If you guys would like to share a cocktail on the show, make sure you email us. cocktails at gmail.com. And maybe we will read it on the show.
0: Uh-huh. 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 Yeah! i was maybe we will okay this one says hey girls i wanted to share a closure story with an ex of mine love you guys Ooh. and your pod has helped me through this weird phase of isolation my ex from miami who i was with for a year or so he was a typical dude who could not get his shit together I was always trying to help him and root him on. He bounded me from endless careers and always had drama with roommates and bosses. Also, huge daddy issues. Our breakup was dramatic and messy. I went over a year and a half not speaking or communicating. I blocked him on IG. Oh, that's when you know it's real, that IG block. And never Mm -hmm. thought I would ever hear from him again. I decided to unblock him, and then a month or so later, he slides in my DM saying how beautiful I looked in a post on IG where he wrote about all the toxic relationships. Um, Oh, on IG where I wrote about all the toxic relationships I've been through. He apologized in a weird way, and his messages sounded a little mental, like he was high or something. Cut to a few days later, his cousins are DMing me asking if I had heard from him and that he's been missing. Oh, I instantly thought, wow, he killed himself. Hmm. Turns out. Oh, my gosh. I thought that was a thought. No. I instantly thought, wow, he killed himself. Turns out he was drugged out and was found walking on the main road in Miami naked. He was put in the hospital. And when he got out, he reached out to me and told me what happened. Okay, no. She thought he killed himself. There we go. Okay, I was like, wait. She thought he killed himself. Turns out. Okay, he was walking down the street naked, was put in the hospital. Mm -hmm. I visited Miami in August, and at this point, I was um, over a year celibate to cleanse all the toxic sex and relationship trauma. I met up with him, and he was going through the same cycles of work and roommate dramatics, but I didn't care at all. I just wanted to fuck. I clearly told him that I strictly wanted to have sex because it's been so long, and I'm sexually deprived. The sex with him in our relationship was the best sex ever. And he ate me out better than anyone in my whole life. That poor dick is something else, right? Um, Cut to us hooking up in Miami in my Airbnb. He comes in literally 30 seconds and that was the closure I needed. I was like, wow, I don't even consider that sex. And I still consider myself celibate since (laughs) that sexual experience. Uh, He ate me out a little bit. But didn't after we fucked. He showered and literally went to sleep. And in the morning, I told him to leave. His reaction, what did I do? What's wrong? I can go grab some coffee. I said to him, I really just want to be alone and enjoy my morning alone. No hug, no Mm -hmm. nothing. Didn't text him again and blocked him on IG. He can have fun with his 30-second dick and lack of wanting to please me like he used to do. Maybe it's because he wasn't living rent-free in my house. That poor boy dick is really... That poor boy dick really comes through when he needs that housing. How rude. Dang.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of uh, Full House. How was, rude. uh What was her name? Michelle... T- not Michelle. Mm-hmm. Whichever one. How rude. And Michelle. Yes. No, Stephanie. Michelle stephanie yeah because it's the middle one how rude with her funny looking self <laughs> all right <laughs> yeah that was a mess all right next cocktail all right a few years back my mom i read this already so it does have a better ending but i will warn you guys it has a dark note at the front okay a few years back my mom passed away on valentine's day every year I get hella sad around that day, so my therapist suggested that I try making new happy memories to overwrite the bad ones. Great idea! So I decided to go to Houston for Valentine's Day weekend. That's my first trip during this fucking panoramic Polaroid parallel panel and bread or whatever you want to call this fucking quarantine that never ends. Nevertheless, I'm excited as fuck to get out of the house. Mm-hmm. I book a really nice hotel with a rooftop bar, pack my bags, head down the aisle and manifest a big dick baller and a good time. I know that's right. B2B energy over here. So, I get to the hotel, and due to COVID's funky ass, the rooftop bar was closed, no room service, and a bunch of other bullshit. Now, mind you, it's cold as fuck this weekend, and now I have to leave the hotel to get food. I leave and go to a cool spot. The black concierge recommended for dinner. I get to the spot, and it's pretty empty because of the cold weather. But you know what? Fuck it. I'm determined to make new memories and have a good time. I go to the bar to grab a glass of champagne. When I get back, this juicy lip black man is sitting with (laughs) I just left. Mm -hmm. I size him up real quick. Nice lips, nice watch, nice shoes. I say to myself, all right, fuck it. I'm going to do a quick frequency check to see if we are on the same wavelength. I gave him a quick jab about his mask, or non mask rather, to see how COVID safe he was. He fired back at my ass and the witty banter began. He asked me what I was eating and drinking and got up to go get it from the bar. Y'all, this gloriously melanated specimen stood up and my pants turned into a gush fest. He was 6'5, athletic built, juicy lips, and wondrous eyes. I quickly got lost in. Woo! He must have seen me give him the elevator eyes because he turned around and gave me a quick wink and smirk, flashing his gleaming white smile. I'm a sucker for good teeth. We hit it off. A couple bottles, oh damn bottles, a couple bottles of champagne later, the place was closing and I play hard to get. He calls his driver, but I make him call me an Uber. You know, still frequency checking in. He happily obliged. I get back to my hotel and he hit me up making sure I got there and was good. Then it got good. He told me how nice it was to meet each other and suggested we keep the night going at the rooftop bar. I told him how this ghetto ass hotel closed the rooftop bar due to COVID and the weather so we couldn't go there. He told me. Let me call you right back. Ten minutes later, he calls and tells me to meet him on the rooftop. Now how the fuck he pulls this off? I don't know, but a bitch ain't asking either. Hold on, next page. Um, I changed into my sexy pajamas, head to the rooftop this man arranged for the hotel to set up a table with a few bottles of champagne and some chocolate-covered strawberries on the rooftop just for us. My pussy was so soaked. I had to take off my panties. Then I quickly remembered I was on the last day of my fucking period. You know, the point where it's too light for a tampon, but you still need a panty liner. I take this as a sign from God not to be a whore and just leave the panties on. He arrived and the banter started right back up. Y'all, I'm such a sapiosexual. He was smart, fine, oh, and rich. He works in finance and has no problem spending the coin. A few glasses later, we were making out. I'm on top of him, straddling him, coiling tongues and fusing saliva. 30 minutes of deep stares, neck bites, ass grabs, grinding, moans, left my pajamas so drenched, my... My juice is actually seeped through to his pants as I grind on top. I realize, bitch, you on your period. I tell him that we have to. St- <laughs> I tell him that we have to stop because I'm on my period. This tall drink of chocolate milk looked me dead in the eyes and said, "I don't mind running a stop sign." Lord, my soul left my body. He flipped me over, pulled down my panties, and pressed his entire face in my pussy. He licked, sipped, slurped, and did tongue twisters on my pussy until I came all over the rooftop bar table. I then decided to turn the favor, to return the favor, and backed him onto the floor-to-ceiling windows that overlooked the silly, city, silly. (laughs) Pulled down his pants and put that rock-hard dick in the middle of my esophagus. That's right, she don't choke. A tsunami sucked, spit, and yodeled on that dick with his bare ass pressed against the windows for the city to see. Hell, three minutes later, he was about to bust and damn near threw me across the room trying to get me to stop. He came over, picked me up, placed me on top of the bar, and stuck his dick right inside. He started fucking me so good. Then he pulled the choke and stroke move. At this point, I'm so wet, I don't know what juices are flowing. Minstrel juices? Sex juices? juices? Squirting juices? probably a cocktail of all of the above all i know is these juices are all over this bar now he then picks me up and moves me back to the table froggy fucking me the entire way there he lays me on the table and starts to slow stroke me in the i'ma get you pregnant position you know the one where your legs are damn near behind your head and he's missionary and you're and you're kissing while fucking you this man is telling me how beautiful i am how good this pussy is and how he's hooked already i'm a sucker for romantic talk and i bust all over his dick now i can't go out like that i let this man fuck me like this and have me busting so damn hard it's my turn now i climb on top and wrote i'm gonna take this cum all over his dick then for my finishing move I turned around reverse cowgirl with this fat ass and rode that bull home. I applied all pressure when I started doing the Kiko tricks. Hell, I wasn't a good 10 bounces in before he came all inside of me. No condom, no mask. We just out here wilding but it was definitely a good ass time. He flew out the next morning, but made sure to upgrade my room to a suite for the rest of the weekend and gave me his driver. This was the weekend of the fucky snowstorm too. So good thing I met him because I got stuck in Houston, but in a suite and with a driver. He even offered to send his plane for me, but the airports were closed and couldn't get in. Y'all, I think I just met my husband. And if not, at least I was able to make a great memory to overwrite some of the painful ones from this time of the year. Signed a hoe in Houston, sent very quickly from my iPhone.
0: Thanks, Ho. Thank you, Ho <laughs> from Houston. That that quick sex and that I'm gonna I am going i do not care that you're on your period. I'm gonna eat your pussy. Be careful, sis, because you about to be in love. She said she thinks she met her husband. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say when you said Ted Can we come to the song, wedding? I was like, wait a minute, was I know. She gonna be in open Is this six A Bay? But no, 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 she she's was in 6-5. Houston. Okay, because that sounded and just in Houston. Like and in Houston. I'm like, okay. If you do get married, can we come to the wedding? We would love to be guests.
1: <laughs> yeah, girl. And sit us next to his colleagues, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and fly us out on his jet. Okay, I'm going to hop on the jet. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening again thank this you, week. Y'all. Please check the description box for links to um, all of our sponsors and links to anything we're doing. The show, uh, Instagram, social media, all that stuff. And the contacts are in there. Remember, send the advice to askcocktails at gmail.com. And then send the cocktails to cocktails at, atl at gmail.com. And then you can follow us on Instagram. We are at cocktailspodcast. I am at Kiki Said So. And I'm at Coffee Bean Bean. And until next week, you guys, goodbye. goodbye. I'm sorry. Bye, 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 bye.